Welcome back to Hag Pop. Uh, <laughs> last week, we had some, by, by we, I mean me, had some uh, major technical difficulties uh, that resulted in not being able to record. So this week's episode is going to be what last week's episode was supposed to be. And then you're going to get another episode next week. With, like, as normal, but we're gonna hit you with them back-to-back episodes. <laughs> so, there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, a lot happened in the past couple weeks, and a lot came out, and I'm excited, and to jump right into it, the first mm-hmm. one I have is, it's Yubin's Yaya Me Time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I like this song. <laughs> I'm not sure. I like the video. Yeah, that's kind of nice. I, like, like I like I like the video for sure. Yes, but I don't know if I liked the song. So there were some vocal manipulations that I was unsure about. Mm-hmm. But I liked the chorus a lot. <laughs> yeah, the chorus is super cute and fun. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, I, I'm not sure how I feel about the rest of it. Mm-hmm. My, my first thought was, wait, what? Because I like her. Yeah. I just don't know. I just don't know if this song is, is it. Yeah, me. I mean, I like that she's having fun. I like that yes. there's this thing where older idols are pretty much either leaving their groups or their groups are disbanded because she was originally from the Wonder Girls. Mm-hmm. And finding places where they they seem to be like just kind of doing what they want to and having fun. Yeah, which is super awesome. Like, I'm glad that she's releasing stuff and is enjoying it and doing what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say I keep up with you been a whole lot. Um, yeah. But Maybe it's just this song that I didn't like. The chorus was fun. The video was cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about the rest of it. <laughs> but that was that was my take on that one. Um, the next one I have um, is Ung Kwong from B2B. And it's Dear My Dear. And I mean, first of all, the title alone, I'm sold on. Um, <laughs> but I... This was just a pre-release. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) She had some things to say. They're building a fence across the street. She doesn't. Oh my god. Take well to the construction guys, but anyway. <laughs> They're outside. Um, the outside. Um, but yeah, so this is uh, Seo Enquang's Dear My Dear. And I mean, the song title has sold me. But this is a pre release, and he's coming out with his, for his solo album soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is his first release since going out of the military. And I've said this before, and I I still feel this, that, like, B2B as a whole is, like, very severely, like, underrated. Mm -hmm. Um, 
because they're all so talented. Like, I'm not surprised this is a ballad, but I feel like a lot of people forget, like, how good of a vocalist he is. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I really missed his voice. This was the opposite of a sad going to the military ballad. This was a soft and gentle, um, I'm coming back from the military, because the last lines of this song were, and the word I want to tell you is thank you for waiting. And that was, like, really cute to me. Um, but I really like this because I like ballads and I like his voice and I, I'm glad to see that he's doing something while B2B's on hiatus, um, Mm -hmm. and that he came back from the military, like, ready to go. Um, but I just love his voice. (laughs) I put, this is soft and pretty and that's it because that's (laughs) kind of, I'm not, I don't know. That's all I had to say about it. It's soft and pretty. And that's ex- like I don't expect his album to be much different than this. Yeah. Um, I mean, is that going to stop me from listening to it? No. No. Because I love ballads, but yeah. um he didn't release the I'm going to the military sad song. He released the soft and pretty I I'm back. Did you miss me song? Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, not mad at it. It's soft and pretty. Yeah. He's got a really nice voice. Uh Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, just can't say much else about it. I just like, I feel like he is much like the rest of BTB. It's like, I think people forget about them a lot. And it's yeah, like, no, I agree. Like, all of them have their mm-hmm. their thing. And I think yeah. it's it's mostly Ilhun, who people know of. But mm-hmm. I think he's only remembered for being that one dude in Kenneth's video. Yeah, and like... <laughs> Because they have songs that are, like, pretty big hits, but it's, like, mm-hmm. when you think about it, it's, like, most recently Min Hyuk's known for being, like, half-naked on TV. Sung mm-hmm. is known for being an actor more than a singer, um, and also for doing weird shit, like, breaking watermelons open with his head. Mm-hmm. Um, Ilhoon... I think at this point must even be more well known for Idol Radio than anything else. Too. At um, least for sure for the like New York K-pop fans who only see him interacting yeah, with them on Idol um, Radio. Exactly, and especially because they were like, "Oh yeah, Ilhoon's enlisting." First of all, the last one to go, and it was like, "Oh, he's enlisting like today." <laughs> so it was he's enlisting soon. Oh, you mean soon, like in like four hours? So. <laughs> Um, it'll be, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see, like, because a lot of the other ones are coming back. Cheng Sub, I love his voice. He'll be back soon. Min Hyuk will be back soon. Mm-hmm. So maybe their Hyung line will do, like, a mini album or something together, which would be really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love B2B, and I'm excited to start seeing them come back. Yeah. Um, and so the next one I have is D Crunch's Piero. Um, and this is a group that I always hear about, and I don't think I've ever taken the initiative to listen to. Um, but I really enjoyed this song. I thought it was solid. I just didn't think I was that in, like, moved, I guess is the word for it. Because um, I'm looking at all my notes, and I was like, they hang out in that mid-range, and I think it gives a different sound to this, like, the very used, like, 
hard boy concept right now. Like, mm -hmm. so it is different, yeah. but the tempo is still that same weird mid-range tempo mm -hmm. that doesn't change. And that's where yeah. my problems come. Like, I liked this. Um, I think it's because maybe I listened to it straight after Inkling. Um, I did too. <laughs> um, but I liked I liked the visuals a lot. Um, and I liked the intro a lot. I think the intro is kind of what got me on this. Yeah, like I liked it. And then like somewhere halfway through, I'm like, nothing is making me want to listen to the full part of this song. And it got like really heavy EDM, which is yes. fine. It's not my favorite thing because I think it's hard to like have really heavy bassy sounds mm -hmm. but it makes sense like if we're looking at the progression of like okay so we did 90s and kind of early 2000s stuff and now we're getting back into heavy edm i'm not surprised by this right <laughs> um so I, like i'm not mad at them for having that be different um they're not the first ones. Like, obviously, ATs has sampled some really heavy EDM sounds from back in the day. Mm. That one specific one that you can't listen to. Forget I, what song it is. It's. It was their beast, their most recent B side. Yeah, but you it, know what, what I'm talking about. Yes, and that song, I don't hate the sample. I hate. Oh, I know you don't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I brought it up because I know that you would know what song I was talking about if yeah. I said that. And um, I, I That song has grown on me. I just have to try and push the sample farther back into my mind. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's that same idea. Like, I think we're going to see more of that. Yeah. Because even Key, with his solo album, he had Skrillex produce one of those songs. God, fucking Sonny Moore, man. <laughs> But no, I, I liked the idea of the song. I think they did one other something yeah. in it, like either a tempo change of some sort or mm -hmm. something to really pull the ending and like have me want to care about the end. Yeah, something that like solidifies the end because my notes are, and my microphone just fell down, but I caught it, um, is mostly like I liked the intro and I liked the instrumental and the visuals. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it, the ending, I feel like it just kind of ended. I was like, wait, that was it. Yeah. Like there's something that happens like halfway through it where you're like, wait. <laughs> yeah. So I think they're, they're figuring it out though. I think so too. I'm so, like excited we'll to see them do yeah. <laughs> more stuff. Um, I just hope that they can like stick the ending. Yeah, that's important. Um, don't fall on your face. One, yeah, don't fall on your face because the next one I have is only one of's angel, <laughs> and like I feel like our love for only one of is like well known at this point. I'm um, just so impressed by them. Hmm. I'm just so impressed by them. Me too, because Gray produced this song, and yeah. I know we talked a lot about like signature sound, like way at the beginning of this. And I feel like only one of for a while like stepped into that sound and Angel is like it's still in their sound, but it's a very good pivot. Yeah. Um, because I really love this song. I do too. Like it's it, 
it's like that sort of thing where it's like they're obviously exploring different parts of what they can do, but not mm-hmm. trying to lose who they are, which is impressive for a young group because it's like they could easily be like, oh, this wasn't working, so time to change. Especially right now with like this weird need to get a win within like the first year and a half. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I just like this is like a very solid like pre-summer like summer bop, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's a good change for them, and it bring it makes things. It makes their sound a little lighter. I know that in the past, like their stuff has been a little more, not like heavy, but like tonally darker mm-hmm. i um, say their, their normal aesthetic is like dark club sexy <laughs> yeah that's exactly what this is and this is like the same club but on the weekends during like a neon party right um and it's like instead of like the dark gay club it's the gay club during pride <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. Um, but I also the think... The visuals are weird. But it's, it makes sense, but I love though. It. Yeah. Because they are a group who are, like, very on the pulse of what, like, 20-somethings are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell because they're, like, all over TikTok, and they prove that with this music video. Um, I wasn't expecting e-boy as a concept for only one of, but here we are. But I think it makes sense. They've always done yeah. something that's very close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. <laughs> I'm real interested to see what this new comeback's going to be. Right, and like they also did the thing where they announced like their comeback for the next year. Yeah, and now they all have mullets, except for Junji. Who got his eyes back. (laughs) Like, he didn't have rights, but now he has rights to see. But the thing is, I think they're very smart. Um, Mm. Whoever, like, I know you said that, like, Luna's producer or whatever. Like, the visual producer. Yeah, it Um, was the guy who created Luna, and then he left Block B. And mm -hmm. has created only one of. But I think he's doing smart things with them Mm -hmm. that... I think Luna was trying to do it first, but yeah. that kind of fell apart with, they just, they announced Luna weird um, for like a long-term thing Yeah, because like, they did the thing where they did take their visual, who is Junji, he's also their dance lead, I think, mm-hmm. and they made him a true visual in the sense of like, look at this kid, now listen to what his band is, you know? Right, and it's like, like they're getting popular because they're like, who's the guy with the hair? <laughs> and then it was like, because he had this like really nice ponytail, you could see his like beautiful face. And then they were like, you know what we're gonna do? We are going to flat iron his hair, mm-hmm. so his bangs are down to his nose, and you can't see him for both Doramar and Angel, and you're just gonna have to deal with it and hope he doesn't break his face because and everything they did. Him. He committed to having his hair that way. Like, it wasn't just for the music videos or whatever. Like, it was every performance. It was all of his TikTok videos. It was everything they went on, like, that dance competition. He had that hair. So people were like, who the heck is this? (laughs) Right? And it's like, the, the only other thing I can think of is 
pink fantasy with the girl with the bunny head. Yeah, but now they're doing something where it's like, okay, you saw this kid, here's his eyes, but all the others are going to have mullets, so what are yeah. we doing? So, like, I think they're doing this on purpose very well, mm-hmm. and it's kind of proving the point of a visual. Yeah. <laughs> I think one thing that they're doing right with only one of where there was the misstep with Luna is that Luna had so much pre-debut potential when they were doing that girl of the month thing Mm -hmm. and then they finally debuted and then proceeded to do absolutely fucking nothing right because i've never been a huge fan of luna but i like some of the pre-releases that came out when they were doing the girl of the month thing because that was cool and interesting but it took so I also, long. Yeah, I was like, I also it. think they had too many members to do that because it's like, I liked this one song from this one girl, but I don't really care about the rest of them. Yeah, and like this one song came out a year, like a whole year before the group actually debuted. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas only one of, I mean, I didn't find out about them until after they debuted. And I remember sending it to you going, please look at this because I found yeah. them through their um, boy group dance evolution video. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but it's like, my question is, I know only one of has lore. How, I, I don't understand how the e-boy angel song fits into their lore, but you know what? I don't know their lore because I haven't, my brain hurts too much to try and figure it out. All right. I think they're secretly <laughs> just like in some weird virtual world. <laughs> yeah. Which would it make sense. sense. <laughs> yeah. but. Especially after like the robot with Dora Mar when they just right. like dropped that out of nowhere. But, um. We'll see what they do. I I just, I'm impressed by them. I'm impressed by what their, like, their company is doing with them. Um, And they they went on that Dancing Idol show, and they did a Sherlock cover. And that was, I think, that was great for them, because watching that video, you can hear everybody in the background, like, losing their shit. (laughs) Um, Because they decided to do Shiny, but they did Shiny... They like they did shiny to shiny, but they also like did their only one of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like when they did um, Dawn's Money, and then they released their cover, so it's on Spotify. I listen to their version of Money more than I listen to his version of Money because I don't listen to his version of Money. <laughs> yeah, but and like I think they're starting to gain a lot of traction, which is really good because they're so good. Like, thank you for not giving me dark boy group in June. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing is like they weren't scared of finding their summer version. Yeah. It's like it's it's very it's them. It's them. Mm-hmm. It's that like we said, that same tub thing, but they're like, this makes sense for this time of year. Yeah. And I, I really <laughs> I really enjoy it, and I just, I want only one of to, like, do really good things. I mean, and they have a weird, like, age distribution, because one of them has already been to the military, and he's, like, my age, and then, like, Mill and Nine are, like, 19. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's kind of like Golden Child, where it's, like, um, Dayole is... He's literally your age. He's 27, He's born in 93. Oh, he's like two two days younger than you or something. He's like a week younger than me. And then they have, like, their youngest were born in, like, 99, 2000. Mm-hmm. So it's like Golden Child has a weird age distribution and so does 
only one of, especially when one is has already done his military service mm -hmm. and he's a hag. So mm -hmm. they and they've got time and I'm I'm just so excited and I yeah. love only one of. Um and so the the next one we have is uh August D's uh and I Okay, um, this is probably going to cancel me, but whatever. Um, I didn't like his last <laughs> single, and you told me that I wouldn't like this one, and you were right. Um, I don't like this. Um, I just, I like some of the visuals. The video had me until the headbanging part at the end. Um, I just, I don't, it's not my vibe. I'm not saying it's bad. I just... I know a lot of people love this song. Um, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's doing his solo thing. Um, I think the meshing of, like, modern versus historical is kind of fun. Mm. Um, I preferred his first solo drop, like, first August D song to this. Mm -hmm. Um... I don't know. I like when he produces other people's music, I think, more than when he does his own. Yeah, I, I find that the stuff that he's produced, I tend to like. Um, but I, I didn't, I also didn't listen to the rest of the mixtape. I didn't um, either. <laughs> and so I, I also, know. <laughs> yeah, I, I also don't know if they've pulled and re-uploaded that one song with they the did. known sample. Oh, God. They did. They pulled and took out that sample what um, a yikes what a yikes yeah uh i think it just kind of shows the issue with holding idols and celebrities on this pedestal mm -hmm. um like i'm always willing and i could say that this is a privilege that i could have to um still like give people a chance after the fact if they do truly learn yeah. Um, and I mean, he did put out an apology, sort of big hit. They donated, even if it was just to save face. At least they fucking opened their purses, right? Whatever. Right. <laughs> and they like, put out a, they put, a fat yeah. donation, and that's all that matters. So I'm willing to be like, okay, we'll see what you do next. I'm not going to forgive you for what you did, but we'll see mm -hmm. if you grow. Yeah, and. You know? <laughs> I'm like I'm not an army, but there's a lot of armies on my Twitter feed, and so it's it's been very interesting to watch the fallout mm -hmm. because I know that there's always been a pretty big like problem with racism with armies, like very well, specifically kinda... armies. Um, I would say it's a K-pop issue in general. It is a K-pop issue in general, especially but... if you look at this, like what Yungi does with his um, mixtapes are very, very, like, deeply reflective of the hip-hop industry. Yes. Because he has a bunch of flex songs, he's got a bunch of diss tracks, he's doing mm -hmm. things that are very old-school hip-hop. Yep. And that obviously comes from the Black community, and that yeah. can't be overlooked. <laughs> no, and I, there's definitely a big problem there, and I know that armies aren't shy to dox black armies when they're like hey this is racist and they shouldn't have done that um i've seen it happen 
many times. And yeah. It's kind of remembering that music, the music industry is built off the back, black backs of black artists. And it's still and very heavily black artists, even if you're seeing a mm-hmm. white person or a K-pop group singing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's worth looking into who actually wrote that song or who actually produced it. And I want to say it was one of BTS's producers got into beef with some NCT stands. <laughs> um, but that producer who did either one of their songs or a couple of their songs on their new album, he, you know, he was a black, he's a black producer. And so it's like your faves who are working with Western producers, a lot of the times are black or the songwriters are black and it's giving credit where credit's due and the oversight there is major. major. Like I, I know for a fact that Trust Your Number used to be a Bruno Mars song. Yes. Like, which is it's not how- just small small people who don't have names either. And it's like, yeah. that's not even the important part here. It's just like, it's just understanding where all of this comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's easier to get production or lyrics or whatever from other people and buy them and then give them to your artist and have your artist actually write mm-hmm. their own songs. It's a big reason why a lot of companies don't let their artists do their own things. Yeah. Not because they don't want to, but because right. the companies don't let them because it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but also like I every time I remember that Press Your Number was a Bruno Mars song, like it's <laughs> a Bruno Mars song. Like when I first learned that, I was like, what the fuck? And Just press your body against my body. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm down for that. But I was, I couldn't believe that it was a Bruno Mars song. Yeah. And that Taman and SM got their hands on it. Um, and wild to me. Yeah. But I think, wild. okay. The Yoongi thing, he, from what I understand, has his hands in every part of his mixtape. Mm-hmm. So, I, it's just this importance of he needs to, to really, under, I hope he understands now where his career came from, mm-hmm. especially being a rapper. Right. Especially taking pride in being an underground rapper. Yes. And mm. really doing things kind of old school, which I'm not mad at him for doing. Yeah. But like he I needs think- to respect where all of that comes from. And I hope that he did kind of like learn either to really understand the larger impact of some of the things he could do. Because I don't think mm. what he did was malicious. No. I just think he's still pretty young. And he was just not understanding in a bigger moment. And, like, obviously he didn't know that this whole revolution thing would come along at the same time he ran out his mixtape. Benefit of the doubt there, too. But Mm -hmm. it's it's reflecting and saying, like, you shouldn't have put that in there in the first place because of what it was. Like, just, like, if you're using a sample like that that's, like, a voice sample, Mm -hmm. you should at least learn 
like see where it came from because you never know who said what right and it's like really looking into everything that this person has done yeah and like you don't even have to have like a sit down and read a whole book about jim jones you can read like the first seven lines of his wikipedia article and understand like maybe i shouldn't do this yeah um and you know people tried to defend it but it's like it was put on a flex song yeah uh, like that's the bigger thing it's like sure you can make an argument if it was more of a politically stanced song mm-hmm. even then still kind of uh. <laughs> I, w- I would let it go a little bit more but like not really there would need to be like some heavy conversation about it still um yes. but the fact that it wasn't that it was a flex song mm-hmm. it just needs to be this is what happened this was wrong we move on we see if personally we grow and understand what happened so far like it's very easy to say like you're just apologizing to not have people on their backs anymore they just Mm -hmm. donated to not have people on their backs anymore maybe maybe but (laughs) money where their mouth is for like five minutes so but they yeah like they still put money in they still put the apology out both the company and him that's still something and it's it's worth being like okay did you learn because i think yeah canceling is kind of toxic in its own right yeah because i'm just like well what's the point of actually bringing this shit up if you're not gonna try and teach people you know yeah and like i understand where it's like you know you don't need to teach people they should learn on their own and but if you're gonna put the money where your mouth is and you have alienated not alienated but hurt a you know a section of your fan base then you owe it to them because they're lining your pockets to learn right but i think it just comes down to also fans need to really stop being apologists for everything yep they just need to either accept what the fuck happened (laughs) listen Mm -hmm. to the people who were hurt understand why and then be like okay Let's see what happens from here. Like, it's yeah, not fair it, to shit on people who are actually hurt by something. Yeah, and it's like, we go through the dreads conversation, like, every fucking six weeks. <laughs> you think that with the amount of backlash that, like, every group gets for putting somebody in dreads, they would stop. But we're still here, and we're still having these conversations, and... Like, can a stylist learn for, like, just go online? Just, (laughs) it's not hard to find. People keep talking about it. And whenever someone gets put in dreads, like, it's on Twitter, like, oh, no, Kai's in dreads again. Like, (laughs) you know, again, the key word here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a definite thing that I think, not just the K-pop industry, but the music industry as a whole mm-hmm. needs to really grow up from. Oh yeah, like it's awful. <laughs> it's it's honestly it's not hard. <laughs> like it's not hard to take something and like respectfully reflect it in what you're trying to do. Like I'm I'm here for people taking pieces of culture but being respectful of, of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, really giving 
tribute to what this truly is rather than making it just like some little throwaway thing like oh look what we did right pay attention to it you know (laughs) so i just i hope he and big hit have learned and that moving forward we don't have to keep having this fucking conversation (laughs) hasn't it been long enough um but you know i love rich people putting their money where their mouths are. Yeah, I'm like, in the end, like, they gave a million dollars, so more than a lot of people have done Right? And I I hope uh, their racist fans enjoyed that one and that the (laughs) anti-black armies. Where'd your merch money go? A million dollars to Black Lives Matter, so gotcha on that one. Right. Um, Moving on after that (laughs) whole thing. Um, The next one I have, it's Minzy from 21 uh, and her song Lovely. Um, I just like seeing the 21 girls do something. Right, it's coming back to that thing or thing about even like just older idols finding themselves. (laughs) Yeah, and like I liked this song. Was it anything like super special? Not really. Was it pretty? Yeah. Um, And I was kind of this song kind of reminded me like if 21 had been able to continue this could have like i was waiting for cl to show up (laughs) like it it gave me kind of like a grown-up 21 vibe yeah um like i I really enjoyed it yeah Um, but it's It's really pretty (laughs) yeah like it's not the best song i've ever heard but it's nice to see her doing something. Uh, yeah, that's the main thing. Like I've I've been following Minzy because mm-hmm. I've always she's always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like I said, I'm always happy to see when idols don't have their groups anymore, especially when they're disbanded. Mm-hmm. Especially in like kind of the shitty way that Two Eighty One was. Right. Um, them. Are they ever going to get justice? No. Probably not. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I like that she did something like this because I know she was always portrayed as the tomboy. Yeah. And it's not really what she wanted. Yeah. So I think this song is very much just Minzy taking control of what she wants to do. Yeah, she she's taking... Dresses, she wants to do pretty songs. <laughs> Yeah, like she took control of her image um, as opposed to like the image that was handed down to her and you know I just it's nice to see her do this and you know the 21 girls still celebrate their their debut anniversary together um, and so it's it's pretty it's cute it's nice to see her like she looks so happy in the video mm-hmm. too so it's just I don't know it's nice to see and I like that the older girl group members are just g- still going, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um take two after my computer restarted in the middle of recording. Um I'm, we'll just take it back to the beginning of this and I'll 
trash the rest of it. Um, so the next one is Kim Woo-sook, Wooshin from Uptension, whatever you want to call him, Red Moon. Um, this video reminds me a lot of Kim Dong-han Sunset because I love a slutty goth. Um, I I like the visuals. I'm into the, the Baekhyun face chain thing. Um, I don't hate the song, but it's not my fave. I'm just confused by what you don't like sometimes. <laughs> I like this is, like, should be everything about this song should be something you like. <laughs> I know, and I think it's because I don't love his voice. Like it's not my favorite voice. I don't hate it. Mm. But he's not my favorite vocalist and I that does play like a huge part in the things I do and I don't like. Mm. I don't know why. Neither. Like even with <laughs> vocals, I don't understand why you don't like them. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's not that I don't listen to this song, but it's not a song that I'm like going out of my way to listen to. Well, in the end, which is which is weird. <laughs> I'm extremely proud of him mm. because of all of the bullshit that he's had to deal with through yes. his whole career. <laughs> like I'm glad that he's doing the thing. Because he had the problems and uptension with that stupid scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, so he took a break. And then, like, right after his break, he was there for one uh, comeback with them. And then they just, like, chucked him onto produce. Right? And so, like, I'm, I'm glad he is doing the thing. I'm not sure why this is not, like, my favorite release of the week. Because it's everything I love, but I don't know couldn't tell you why i don't like it that much um but my question is do we think he's gonna stay solo or do you think him and jinyuk are gonna go back to uptension oh no i think they're gonna stay he's gonna stay solo like Mm -hmm. they can't even talk about them right and i feel bad for that for like the rest of the uptension boys yeah but i think he's gonna stay solo yeah i or because, like, there's also, like, the Donghan thing where it's, like, Donghan's being thrown into a group again. It's, like, do we think maybe in the future, like, not up tension, but somebody else, maybe. Like, if anything, it would be that, but I, mm. I doubt it. I think he's going to end up just being the soloist mm. from his season. Yeah. But I just, I like, I like slutty goth visuals, but I don't know. I don't know. I I'm also confused about things I do and don't like. <laughs> because it's like you can check all of the boxes that I love, but then it's like one thing where it's like, don't like your voice all that much. Like I don't hate it. But I haven't listened to the rest of this album and I feel like I should. I just haven't gotten there yet. Um but I'll, I'll have to check it out because maybe it will change my mind about this song. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I can't help it that I make weird decisions. Okay. Um, but the next one that I have is one that I do love and it's Baekhyun's Candy. Um, I love solo Baekhyun, like a lot. And I'm glad he's not doing like the ballad thing yeah. and he's doing this. Um, because this song is, like, so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, like, it's cute, and it's fun, and it's 
cheeky and sort of sexy. He doesn't look like himself, which is fucking weird to me, but you know. Yeah. Well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like Funky Bacon. And, like, he could do a ballad album, but that's just so not him. So I'm glad he's, like, doing the thing. Especially because, like, both of the other solos, like, with Chen and Suho, Mm they are ballady. And I just think a third ballady solo from from EXO would be just, like, why? (laughs) Right. And, like... Ba- like they all have the ability to like not do ballads, but I think Bacon does it like the best out of the three of them. Um, Maybe and I just don't think Chen's ever been like. I don't even know if he's wanted to, or given the chance. One of the two. <laughs> so, my favorite, like, solo that he did when EXO were babies was Uprising, where he got to be like. Rock Jong Day, and then like Watch Out from CBX is like very funky and upbeat and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been given the chance, but I think Baekhyun like takes this like funky pop R and B kind of style best because I think he's his voice lends to it the best. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I was saying I was bringing up. Zhang Dae because it's like mm. I don't know why Zhang Dae hasn't with two solo albums because he likes to be sad I get that but <laughs> like I don't know why he but he does so many. you're married and have a kid now stop it the next one I have is okay is Dakby still um is it okay so is it DACB or DKB because they definitely said DKB at the beginning but like I also heard that they were DACB and I need them to pick a pronunciation <laughs> I have no idea I don't know um, but anyways DACB is back with Still and I didn't like their debut song but this is better yeah um, I don't know if it's my fave but I enjoyed it more than Sorry Mama and I really liked the rap verse in this yes um Um, so I'm in the same boat where it's like I like this more than their debut mm -hmm. I'm still confused how it only sounds like three people right there's like 12 there's like 12 but it only sounds like three people yeah I don't know if it's the line distribution or if it's the voice manipulation that they're doing that just makes them all sound very similar mm-hmm. because it's like heavily manipulated and yeah and like scary. <laughs> yeah i think there were parts where the vocal modulation was kind of cool um but most of it <laughs> yeah but most of it was like really unnecessary mm-hmm. um like i think this sound minus the constant vocal manipulation is like a good step for them mm-hmm. but it, it's still it's still not there yet i'm just yeah. i'm confused by them i am too like, like if, mm-hmm. if they didn't show like the whole group dancing as like a this is a whole group shot and not like the group plus backup dancers because like 
dancers aren't wearing like all black or something then yeah. i definitely would would have thought there was like four of them in the group right i mean i've heard that they do their own choreography which is kind of cool i think it's, mm. like, it's been a while since i did my notes for this <laughs> but um so that's neat but yeah not like we said that line distribution doesn't really matter much yeah but when it's like literally 12 people i don't know if it's actually 12 i think it's more like nine <laughs> there's more than four of them it just and... sounds like there's like three or four of them and yeah. like i was confused with their first song too where it's like i thought this was like one person turns out it's a group yeah it's and if they if it's the line distribution because it's like line distribution doesn't matter but also there needs to be some some sort of distribution where your multi-person like over four people group mm -hmm. like we're aware that there's like over four of you right um so i, I think, think they're, I, they're getting there they're they are figuring things out i think they're learning um i think you know i they'll they'll get there mm -hmm. i just think that at the moment they d there's not somebody at the helm who's like taking control to like make things more cohesive mm -hmm. like it feels kind of disjointed i liked this better than their last one so they've like they've definitely grown in the past like what six months because they debuted in like january I think so. um but i just I want more from them because I think they can give us so much more. Yeah. But they just need to learn a little bit. Mm -hmm. But that was that was still by Dagby. Um, hopefully they, they find it next time. Um, I hope they do. And so the next one, I think this might be part one of oh, We Don't Hate Monster X, I swear, <laughs> um, is Fantasia by Monster X. Um I, I love this because I love like a I love a good Monster X song and this is they very doing them. Yeah, like this is very much like Monster X doing Monster X. Um which I love to see from them. I mean, I'm kind of confused by the visuals. What do you mean? Um You don't like can... <laughs> Puma Cowboy? Um, uh Puma Cowboy, Juhan, and also Chang Kun Chankun watching like an almost orgy. I don't hey. know. Um, what do you mean? That doesn't make sense to you. <laughs> only it it only makes a little sense to me. But like at the same time, I'm not surprised by the visuals. Mm -hmm. Um, I just was not really expecting um, Tiger King Juhan. <laughs> so. There's a that, um, but I just, oh, it's, so it has been a while since I've done my notes because I wrote, like, every time Chang Kun does the thing with his deep ass voice and his laugh and the I'm good, huh, makes me go feral. Um, and also I wrote something about idols and denim and videos because you get you so used to seeing Monster X in a costume. I love it. Um, I wrote these notes a week and a half ago and I don't know what that means. I don't know. I think most of this video they're in costume. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I've stopped asking questions about myself, but I read back my notes and I go, what am I trying to say here? Um, which is like most of my life. But I just I love and I, I love this album too. Mm-hmm. Um, I promise we don't hate Monster X. I swear. It's weird though because I've heard that like this album isn't doing as well, and it might might be in part be because of missing one hill. But mm-hmm. I'm glad that they didn't shy from being them. Yeah, despite everything that happened. Exactly, and. I'm surprised that this album isn't doing as well because this album's very good. It is. And like, yeah, there's a there's a lot about the Wanho situation and do I think Wanho should have been kicked out of Monster X and his contract terminated from uh, Starship? No, I don't think that should have happened. But you can't change what happened it's like it's like hanbin's not going back to icon as much as i would love him to go back to icon right it's not gonna happen at least we're hearing from one and he's signed with someone else yes so what's happening uh i think (laughs) hanbin came out with another song on soundcloud recently soundcloud song (laughs) yeah um hanbin please just release an album not on soundcloud I'm begging you. Just join but, <laughs> right? Oh God. <laughs> hey, at least it's a at least it's a a, a a label. But um, yeah. But yeah, I I just I love Monster X, and I think there were a couple of their releases. Like I can't say I loved Alligator. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> 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 well, I, I actually really liked Follow though. Yeah, I did too. Um, but I just, I love when Monster X does Monster X and mm-hmm. granted a lot of their their singles are very much in this vein, but it's like, that's what I want from a Monster X comeback. Right. Like I want drama and I want good rap verses and I want Monster X to just be cool. Right. <laughs> so... I just, I love this song, and I love Monster X. I promise I don't hate them. <laughs> um, but, so the, the next one I have is Park Ji-hoon's Wing, and he was a part of 101. And this is, I want to say it's his second comeback, since he debuted as a solo artist. And I don't think I like this. So the only thing I have in my notes is the visuals and color palette are not what I expected from this. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so the rest the rest of my notes is just I don't know. I watched this video and the start I was kind of bored and like I liked the end of it, but like overall I don't think I like it. Yeah. And like the visuals looked like it needed to be like a happy summer song. Mm-hmm. But it's not that. Right? I, there was a lot about this song that confused me, and I was like, hold on, maybe I just, like, need to listen to this later and, like, go back to it. And then I went back to it. I was like, I still don't I still think I like this. Yeah. 
And it's not even like a very like convicted, like, I don't like this. It's more of like, a, I think I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where I am too. I think, I feel like, I don't know. Because it's Cause not it's, bad. No, and his voice isn't bad, but there's just something about this where I watched it. I was like, I don't. I think I'd like it if I didn't see the music video. I think you're right. I think the music video is just like confusing me too much that I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I was, I don't know, I was confused by it. And I just, even listening to it later, I was like, I think maybe I like it now, but I don't know if I, if I do. I don't, I don't know. There's, there's a lot happening and it's overwhelming, I think. <laughs> yeah. And like, not in a good way of being overwhelmed. It's like a, what in the fuck is going on here? Sort of overwhelming. Yeah. But uh, the next one I have is One Wee's End of Spring. Yeah. Um, one Wee got a full album challenge oh completed. Um, <laughs> I I love One Wee and I like the the kind of like funky twang in this because I'm waiting for one of them to say yeehaw. Um, I just I told you that this reminds me a lot of Dive from Icon. Yes. I'm sticking with that. But yes. I prefer this song over Dive, even though I really liked Dive. But I also prefer the rock version of this song over the version they put out. Like, I'm confused why they didn't put the rock version out. I don't know either. You're a full band. Why not just do it? Yeah, and maybe it was because of the concept they wanted to go for. Like, this video is so cute. But I don't think the rock version would have been off for it either. No. Yeah, I, I don't know why they chose the rock version over this version. No, or like why they didn't cheese it, yeah. but because I think the rock it, version is a lot better. Yeah, because you don't really hear the guitar in this version, and I'm like, I get it, I guess. Like, got a keyboard, use it, but like they didn't right. take the keyboard out of the rock version either. Right, like Dongmyeon's keytar isn't going anywhere. Right. In fact, it is like very much cemented into his grip. He's not letting go of that thing. Um. And the video's cute with uh, Wana showing up, and I, I just, I love One Wee. And I'm glad this isn't a song with that's half a fucking Fossa feature, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I really like this song. Um, mm. I think they do a good job of merging, like, the traditional K-pop thing and a K-band style, because they're not doing... Mm-hmm the like softer indie band thing that kind of day six and the rose do um yeah like they're their own thing and it's really good and i think this shows off um uh young hoon's vocals really really well yeah like there's that uh part where the instrumentals drop and it's just mm-hmm. him singing like the pre-chorus and mm-hmm. he changes it a little bit and it was like my god boy <laughs> yeah, his voice is so good like all of them are super talented and i like that one we definitely kind of stands out in like the band side of the genre mm-hmm. um because i think the fact that they have like a guitar player like not like 
specifically like the kitar and the way that <laughs> dong myung like plays it mm-hmm. lends itself very differently to the way that like Wan pill from day six plays his keyboard mm-hmm. like i think just the idea of like handing someone a keytar is just like oh you can be like super weird now it like <laughs> gives you the permission to like do stuff mm-hmm. and not kind of be in that like kind of indie softer side of mm-hmm. things because it's like well this one's just like running around with the keytar in his hand and it's just like okay you do you little man um <laughs> But, um, yeah, I just, I think the way that they're set it up works really well for them. And I think the fact that they train so closely with one us is also helps them out really well. At least the first song of their album, um, they took a part of a one us song. I don't Mm -hmm. know what one it is right now. Um, Mm -hmm. and they spliced it with the one me song yeah kind of fun and this is why i'm confused why they didn't just promote them together the whole damn time (laughs) right like they should be doing comebacks at the same time or at least right after each other yeah like just rotate them it's fine yeah and i mean now you've got one us on fucking road to kingdom so like there's (laughs) that um my opinions about that um but I just, I'm glad, I'm glad they did this because what was it? Is it ringing on my ears that was like the, the weird vocal mod, moduli one? I don't remember. It came out like last year. Um, I forget what that song was, but I like that one wasn't my fave, but I like, I like this way and I like that. Fwasa isn't on half the song. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Mamamoo, uh, mm-hmm. the next one I have is Moonbill's Absence. Um, and I actually really enjoyed this. I think it fit her voice really well and it showed off how talented she is. Yeah. Um, like this, this song isn't like a reinvention of any one particular sound. Uh-huh. Um, but I like the melody and I like the chorus a lot. And I just think this plays so well with her vocal tone and where she is that like this was a great song for her. Yeah. So I I enjoyed this. Yeah, it was nice and soft and like mm-hmm. the music video was just purely just like showing off what she can do. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I would say it's a flex song for her. But mm. it's not, like, very obviously that. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's good to see from her, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's good to see her kind of getting some, some time up front mm-hmm. on her own. So, I enjoyed this. I actually have been listening to this song a lot, which surprises me. Um, mostly because I'm not the biggest Mamamoo fan. <laughs> um, but I really, I really do enjoy this song. A whole lot. Um, the next one we have, so it's a continuation of the project that Zion T is doing, where he is producing songs for people. We're never not um, gonna talk about Chung Ha, are we? 
Right. And so put out another single. Not this one. Another one. <laughs> was that today? It was yesterday. Yesterday. I or missed that. Before. Either way. We're gonna miss talk about that next week. We'll talk about <laughs> it next week. Um and so this one it's Changha and PH one. And so this song's called My Friend. Um I mean because this one follows the Geary Boy song that he did. Mm. And, like, I keep thinking that these are going to be, like, Zion T and somebody else songs or, like, him on the track. And, like, I was really hoping to hear their voices together. And then I was like, oh, wait, he's just going to, like, show up and be weird in the video again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this song is cute. I think it's fun. I think Chunga sounds really good on it. Um, yeah. And I like to see Zion T working with someone like Chungha because I feel like sometimes you get into this like I'm gonna be this like producer but I'm only gonna work with like these type of people and so seeing him work with Chungha is really nice um, yeah yeah so this I is mean, sweet Chungha's yeah. out here getting mad coin with all these random singles right and it's like I'm I'm confused about what Zion T is just like doing with his life lately um, and like I'm begging you to please put out a new album, Zion T. I need it. <laughs> um, but like this is cute. I liked the video. I thought the video was funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Changha is literally everywhere lately. Like I said, we're gonna talk about her next week too. And I, yeah, I just good for you, girl. I I feel like we've spent like most of our episodes it's just like oh yeah here's Chunga. she did something else (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah this was fun and i think like she does things and it's not giving you that like mega like suit like this mega soloist vibe that like you kind of think like if you look at just her singles especially like um stay tonight and everything she's done recently it's like you think she's this like mega mega like untouchable soloist with like the way that her videos are and just kind of like the production value and now she's like out here doing weird shit with Zion T. (laughs) So I love that concept um and like I'm excited for more of this collab series but like can I have a Zion T song please? (laughs) I'm begging you please give me a Zion T song. (laughs) <laughs> give me a zion t album please um but i yeah he just does his thing and like doesn't really care and he's on like he's technically unless he left but i don't think he did like he's technically in the yg basement because he's on the black label mm-hmm. so like Zy- zion t's just like doing weird shit in the yg like sub basement at this point <laughs> and i'm here for it um but i'm i'm excited to see like what the next song in this series is and like who he's gonna like produce with yeah but we'll see um the next one we have is twice and this song is called more and more um i'm not the biggest twice stan um i really only liked their debut single and i haven't really loved anything since then but i really really enjoy this song oh (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it is about this song but i loved it from the get-go and like like i said i don't really like twice um Um, i said 
this sounds like some other girl group tried to do twice but didn't (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's why you like it (laughs) you know what that might be it like i'm not gonna discredit that because it could be like i've never really vibed with twice's stuff like yeah a lot of their songs will get stuck in my head because like you can't escape fancy at this point yeah but like i really I, only liked like ooh ah i mean um, I, like i don't dislike this song i just don't think it sounds like twice yeah and that's probably why i like it because oh. it doesn't sound like twice this music um, video is weird it reminded me of like happiness and rookie a except lot. like but lisa frank but Lisa Frank, but also like the white girl hippie vibe. Yeah. So in my episode, <laughs> the only thing I know about the song off the back is the arch that they're dancing in front of was plagiarized from a sculpture artist and he complained about it and they paid him off. People <laughs> <laughs> didn't know that one. So I saw like I saw that there was discourse about the arch. But I, like, didn't look into it, and, like, I forgot to look into well, it when I was doing my notes. As they should. He then talked to whatever label they're under, and then suddenly all of his posts about it were gone. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> they were giving money. <laughs> you, you know, um, that's fair. But basically, um, this is happiness met lisa frank and went to coachella yeah it's very much like coachella vibes um i'm still laughing at the they ripped off this artist who then complained as he rightfully should have complained um and then they paid him off but yeah but um, hey whatever like i don't think Um, it's a bad song i just don't think it sounds like twice it doesn't sound like twice and that's probably why i like it yeah and, like, if Twice continues to, like, do this sort of vibe, then, like, I could probably get behind Twice more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed this song, which is weird for me, because normally I hear a Twice song and I'm like, hmm, it's cute. Next. Um, but I've, like, actually listened to this, like, a ton. <laughs> which is, which is like, really weird for me, because I've just never vibed with Twice. Um but who knows maybe this is a fluke and this is like the only other twice song i'll ever like um but moving on from twice um here's a song that i'm still screaming about um is victon they came out with a with a single um called mayday um i don't know how many times i've listened to this song in the past like week but it's a lot um because I love this song. <laughs> um, I love yeah. I love Song Six opening. I love uh, rapper Song Woo. I love Hansei's voice, like his verse. Um, there's just like so much about this, and I wasn't expecting most of it. Like the trailer came out, and I sent it to you, and we were both like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> well, it's because like Victon doesn't do dark very often. They've done mm. it maybe once or twice before. Yeah. That's it. Um, and like this, I told you, like, I, I wished they would have done Nightmare as their lead single in their last yeah. mini album. But they're basically doing it with this. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but like it's it's a really interesting way for them to do this because it also doesn't mm-hmm. sound like the same just like dark boy group concept thing. Yeah, um, the the cinematography and the music video is weird too. Like they're doing that isolation thing, mm-hmm. but in a really interesting way. Yeah, and there was like a lot about this video um, because people think like Mayday is kind of like the continuation of both uh, Nostalgic Night and Howling, and but the video has Subin's phone booth from the Time of Sorrow video, Mm -hmm. and like the pre like the promo pictures had like. The lyrics on it and then like also the the emo poem so i figured it was going to be like very time of sorrowy um and then it like very decidedly was not time yeah, of sorrowy like i said this is a 180 but in the same circle mm-hmm. so i almost wonder if this was like some alternate universe version yeah going on but like yeah it could have been on their last mini album but it was too different maybe it's not that different from nightmare no i don't know yeah but i i love this yeah Um, i said um this this sounds this song is also very heavily augmented like their voices mm -hmm. but in a way that's on purpose that actually serves a purpose like it sounds Mm -hmm. like it's blown out almost like yeah you don't have the song too loud but it's meant to sound like it is exactly and i think they did a really good job of pairing this video with this song but also following up howling mm-hmm. um there's just so much about about this that is like so well planned and like so well executed and I'm so glad that, like, Victon is, like, getting, like, the notice they deserve. This hit, like, 2 million views in, like, 24 hours, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like, batshit fucking crazy. Um, and I just, I, I loved this. Um, I loved also the, the Seijin Chan bridge. I loved the high note. There was just so much about this that, like, I can't stop listening to this song and I can't stop watching this video. And I'm like very into it. Mm-hmm. And it, make, it makes me wonder what Victon moving forward is going to sound like. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they've always been that way though. I, I wonder mm-hmm. if that's why I've always liked them. Because mm-hmm. they kind of do the shiny thing where you're like, you don't really know what they're going to do Yeah, with their concepts because they've gone like with their pre-debut with what time is it like they all looked like goth boys but it didn't really sound that way yep it was very dance centered and then Mm -hmm. with their actual debut it was very cute (laughs) Mm -hmm. and quirky and fun um and they yeah like they've gone they've bounced between a lot of different sounds Mm -hmm. so yeah but yeah i i just I love this, and I was very excited for rapper Sungwoo, which uh, somebody spoiled on V Live, who wasn't supposed to spoil it. But that's um, I don't know. I mean, uh, he he does that. 
he does that. I mean, they also one time spoiled their entire music video. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> pictures of Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> one one of these days, Victon will have a comeback that doesn't get spoiled no, completely. <laughs> no, um, but I just. I'm really excited, and I'm glad that they kind of turned this around, like, fairly quickly, where they're like, we're just gonna do a single. Um, yeah. I think it's really good for their momentum now, and I hope that, like, their next comeback, like, I want them to get a rest, but I also want them to, like, come back with, like, a full length soon. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Well, they can only rest for so long, because Sung was old. <laughs> He's yes. to the military soon. Yes, because he's what? He's 94. He's a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. So he's got like, time is ticking for that boy. So, victim come back soon. Um, but I don't think that they're, they're wanting to rest. No, I don't think so either. They had like that whole however long after Time of Sorrow. Mm-hmm. Where they, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel you, because uh, it's been, it's also been a year since K&K has done anything, so, like, welcome to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, moving on to our last song. Mm-hmm. Um, this song, it's a debut song by a group called Gidong Day, and the song is called Party Like This. Um, I saw this name on Twitter, and I was like, okay, sure, um... I think this song is, like, really cute. Yeah. And it's, like, it's very wholesome. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I like it so much, is, like, it's yeah. just, like, very light. It's very cute. It's, like, I don't know. It's not something you have to think about a whole lot. It's just, like, fun. And I really liked this video. <laughs> and because I think they're a band. Huh? I think like I think Gigong Day is or Gidong Day is a band. I could I be wrong. Know. I could be wrong. I didn't look into um, it. <laughs> I, I I could be wrong saying that. I don't know why I think that, but I do. Um, but I just I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's I thought not it was like really cute, and the hmm. visuals remind me of early Astro. It also kind of reminds me of Solo Day by B One Four. Yes. <laughs> that's that i think that is like i started to watch this video and i was like this reminds me of b1a4 and i'm like really here for that yeah. because i really loved b1a4 and me too and i like i i think that i really think we have a lack of cute boy group concepts since all of the cute boy groups are <laughs> trying to be hard now <laughs> yeah like i need i need a new wave of like boy groups being cute right like, and, like, and honestly like i think they have really talented vocalists i said um i could see them doing things that xo does mm. yeah like i i don't think this is like a, a huge group by any stretch of the imagination like i saw the name on twitter i saw it on rk pop when i was putting the like our list together and i was like it's a debut like why not and then i was like but this is cute <laughs> so i think i think they can do some really cool things moving forward because i 
I think this was just a single. Yeah. So maybe they'll come back fairly soon with like something more sub like maybe like an EP or something. Um, but this was really cute and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, but that's all I have for this week. Um, we finally finished recording the um what may be a cursed episode. I don't fucking know. Um, because last week my computer just didn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. This week, my computer, which is new, has shut down in the middle of recording to do an update. Um, and so we almost lost our recording. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that was pre uh like pre-Red Moon, we almost lost. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> and then we did this part of it so this this has been like an adventure of a recording for one episode and i've got to edit it this weekend and i'm like just just do the thing at this point like please don't i forgot to say it's fine Hmm? (laughs) what i had a good help with victim's song that i forgot to say well, if you put it in here, I'll add it in the end. I just said it it, lo- it reminded me a lot of The Weeknd or Khalid. Or mm-hmm. Like that sort of sound. It was cool. Yeah. I liked and I'm into it. <laughs> anyway. I just, I just, I loved Mayday a lot. Um, I need to watch their stage from yesterday, today with Hansei's red hair. Um, <laughs> but we have uh, finished this episode after literally a week of pushing this off because i threw in the towel last week then my computer started working and then we're like well maybe we'll try again and then i couldn't get it to work mm-hmm. um and so this has been an adventure um but you will get another episode next week um so we can like keep on our schedule mm-hmm. and then uh we're going to try and do some more minis because we'll have time to do that. Um, you can follow us on our socials. Yes. Talk to us on Twitter. Um, our Twitter is at Hagpop. In our Instagram, which you get show previews, you get to see our album collections, um, is at Hag underscore pop. Um, I've figured out how to do YouTube, so we're going to be actually uploading to YouTube soon. Um, it told me I couldn't upload more than 15 minutes and I was like, well, that's unfortunate because our first episode is almost two hours long, but it didn't tell me how to do that. And it was like, click here. And I was like, okay. And it went to it. The link didn't work. And it was like, oh, you just have to verify your phone number. So like, we'll have YouTube videos up to like, listen to soon. We're working on getting like a Spotify for like playlists and stuff up soon we're gonna do some cool stuff um it's just doing them (laughs) (laughs) um but come hang out with us on the interwebs um this has been hag pop thank you for listening and we will catch you next time Um.